1: Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply.
0: This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is presented by Hamul Casino. Fun above
2: all else.
3: That AP top twenty-five. My poll? God, that's what he's doing. That's <laughs> I what am. you're doing. I was. Just we saw a show. Seeing to do. If it was dropping right
1: at nine o'clock? Just checking. Let's, uh, just, let's wait. just be
4: quiet. All right, let's be quiet until it comes out.
1: Well, sometimes it doesn't come out until like 12. So you wanted it. Twelve minutes of dead Twelve air minutes is probably of silence. Greatest. I thought maybe the first one they'd be ready to drop it like at the tick of nine o'clock. Like they'd just go right out at nine o'clock and tweet it all out. But apparently, we're gonna have to wait a few more minutes. So
4: I will. Uh, I'll just stand by. So, you're definitely going to be paying in enra- rapt attention to the Rindle report. I will be, as always. Would you d- be so kind as to close your laptop during the Rindle report? Uh, I don't report? think I'm going to do that. See, I told you.
1: Well, I mean, who knows if it'll ever fire
4: back up again when I close it. Right. Plus,
1: I will disappear <laughs> from the camera if I close my laptop as
3: well. All right, so. if you're
4: watching us on YouTube, <laughs> everybody watch Ben during this segment. Okay, just watch him. I will I'm,
3: I'm focus on him. I
4: will focus on Paul right now. Let's
1: get let's just get right to it. Yes, let's get, get, get to right the Rindle to Report get right right right. Focus on Paul it's right Paul. Over there. It's I your fun day started Paul. here with our edition, today's edition <laughs> oh, of boy. the Rindel Report.
3: Now tune into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome
4: to the Rindel Report. With Paul Reindel. Hi, Paul. All right. Two
3: stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biotz? It's the Reindel Report. Hey, Paul, how are you doing? Okay, how are you? On
4: 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the move?
3: I need some help,
4: please. (laughs)
2: That was good. Can I get a ho Oh, yeah.
3: All
1: right.
4: All right. All right. It's out.
1: All right. I called it. Aztecs at 17. Okay. Right where I want it. Feel comfortable right there between Kentucky and Texas at 16 and 18.
3: Give us the rest. Get that tweet out.
1: Uh, I already did. Aztecs at number 17. Uh, Kansas and Duke are your preseason 1-2, I think you've probably heard of those schools, followed by Purdue, Michigan State, Marquette, UConn, the defending national champion, at 6. The West Coast schools, you see Gonzaga at 11, Arizona at 12, Aztecs at 17, USC at 21, St. Mary's at 23.
4: Okay, congratulations. There you go. You got your tweet
1: out. I did. Okay, That's takes okay. at number 17. We're good to go. Pauly, you Thank have my God. undivided attention, as always, on another award-winning edition of the Rindle Report. Thank you. Which All award right. did I
4: win? Where are we starting?
1: Best uh, Rindle start, Report of the year.
3: Let's start in the NFL. Not a lot of great games yesterday. Some upsets, for sure. Uh, we didn't talk much about the Lions and the Bucks, which several weeks ago probably wouldn't have had that as one of the better matchups of the day yeah, but 3 and 1 Tampa Bay team surprising people and yes. a 4 and 1 Detroit team this one was all Detroit yesterday they moved to 5 and 1 on the season uh, after they beat the bucks 20 to 6 and we're highlighting them because of our beloved Dan Campbell, uh, video going around, his post-game yes, locker room speech, yes. pulled about 30 seconds here, and it is fantastic. I got
4: a couple of things where you. Look like I got in my back pocket. Anybody see what that is? Is that a hand? five? I think that's a five. Five, 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 five. dollar five. $5 bill. I got something else here. It's five. Yeah! Five. Yeah! five. Gentlemen, that's outstanding job. All right, I got a couple of game balls here now. All right, defense. Don't get pissed at me because it's none of you guys. Because all of you play so damn good. I mean, our defense is f***ing outstanding, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, You hold somebody to six points in this league. Holy crap, guys! That's what I'm talking about. How does he have a
1: voice? Poor voice. <laughs> oh, it just sounds painful. Because you know the whole Shouting game for three The hours. whole game,
4: he's screaming, and then gets in the locker room and loses
1: his so mind. So he, he had the five dollar bill to represent their five, five wins. wins. Yeah. So far this season, yeah.
4: Okay, yeah. Five, it's five. I got a five.
1: Five. I, I saw a longtime Lions fan who I follow on Twitter going, "This is fantastic," but I know where this is heading. Going to finish thirteen and four, get a buy in the first round, and somehow lose by twenty-one to a wild-card team. Yeah, after that's, that's the, layoff. the
4: layoff. It's the layoff. That's what it is. <laughs>
1: it's the layoff. So they're not a hundred percent sold <laughs> on the Lions yet, even in Lionsville.
4: I mean, a lot. The Lions are a team, though. If they make the playoffs and you're a Lions fan, it's just not. It's like the Padres. It's not something you've seen a ton of. You don't. True. Right. You don't look a gift horse in the mouth. You know. <laughs> you. Oh, we were in. Okay, great, great, fantastic. So I think you know expectations. I, so I. I mean, the Eagles obviously
1: are flawed. The 49ers have looked by far like the best team, but they're banged they're, up, they're beatable. We just saw what happens. You know, when they they are less than hundred percent and they go on the road. So I mean, why not the Lions? Even in the AFC. I mean, everyone's saying, hey, the Chiefs look pretty vulnerable. Yes, well, They do. Who looks that good? Buffalo should have... I mean, Buffalo's looked terrible in a couple of games this year. Dude, the, Josh Allen. The Bengals, did. even with Joe Burrow getting healthier, they barely snuck by yesterday, and they're about a 500 team. The Dolphins have looked pretty good. Yesterday
4: was one of the most blah NFL days. The matchups were weird. The outcomes were weird. It just was a... But it wasn't, like, entertaining
3: weird. No, it was, it was just blah. Just it was 17-13...
4: You know, 14 to 6. Just a blah day in the NFL. It happens.
3: Does happen. Plenty of blah
4: days in baseball. It happens.
3: We'll shift gears to the Olympics. Of course, we have the 2024 games coming up next year. But the 2028 games in Los Angeles, they just added a few sports. They did. Cricket. Cricket. Flag football. Flag football. football. Baseball and softball. Yes. Lacrosse. And squash have all been confirmed for the 2028 summer game. Question for uh, Spalding over here.
4: Squash. <laughs> squash guy. I have never played squash oh, before. I'm surprised. Oh, that, surprises yeah. me. that surprises the hell out of me. <laughs> what about tennis?
1: Yeah, I played tennis. Like competitively? Not competitively. Just I, at uh, the club. I took lessons <laughs> when I was a kid. And then I did play in college. Uh, we had like a tennis PE class. Yeah. And uh, it was good. Good exercise. So kinda. squash Get
4: is like racquetball, but with longer, like, they almost look like badminton What's, rackets. Yeah.
1: Kind of like the game uh, Adam Jones plays in Barcelona now. What's that game he called it? It's like a handball type game. I don't know. It's I like, haven't seen it. But it's over a wall. It's like squash, but over pickleball? a wall. No, no it's not, not pickleball, pickleball, though. It's he, got a back wall. It's like pickleball with a back wall. Interesting. comes back. I'm not sure. It sounds squash-like.
4: I liked racquetball. It was huge oh, in the eighties. Yeah. I loved going into my the racquetball. aunt was a
1: professional racquetball player. That's amazing.
4: Yeah. I mean, it's rough on your body. Yeah. like they slam into the walls and stuff. It's fun, fun as hell. Squash, get all, is I a- get all spun
1: around. You having to go backwards. Sometimes you hit it backwards off the back yeah. wall to get it all the way to, to get the front it to the front wall. wall? Yeah.
4: I don't remember the rules, but I remember the scene in the movie Wall Street where Gordon Gecko is playing Bud Fox in squash. And Gordon's hanging it, but they're in white shorts, white collared shirts, and they're in there playing squash, and he just waxes the floor with him. And uh, I'm looking at that going, yeah, that looks, that looks like a lot of fun, but I feel like it's a very rich man's sport. I, of
1: all those sports, though, the one that head scratches me the most is flag football.
3: That'll be interesting.
1: I to me flag football and and I'll probably get lit up for this take by the flag football community. Is there a flag football community? <laughs> well, there's I mean if there's not then why is it in the Olympics? So I'm assuming there must be one. Obviously speed and, you know, you still have to catch passes and being fast is important. But the whole grabbing of the flag seems a little arbitrary sometimes. Like you reach for it, you get it; you don't get it. It's something fun to play when you're in like junior high school yeah. or in PE. So you don't beat the
4: crap out of but each but it other. doesn't
1: feel like a world-class competitive sport. I to think me. we
4: should wait and see. I guess so. What, I don't know. I have never seen
1: world-class competitive flag football. I played
4: before. flag football. We it was awesome. We had a blast. Um, it's violent. It gets very violent. But isn't the point of flag football that it shouldn't it's get violent? Not it's violent. supposed to be not violent, but it is. When you have a bunch of bodies running across a field and there are things that happen, um, It's it can get I made. mean, I've
1: seen like a finger gets caught in the flag holder thing and rip. That's not pretty. That can be
4: gruesome. I think it'll be cool because I think you'll see the elite of the elite, the fastest people alive out there playing flag football. I think it'll be cool. Will, like, players we know be in it? I don't like, know. Yeah, well... Yeah,
1: well, NFL players like, hey, I'm going to play flag football for our uh, Olympic your team. Your
4: owner is just like, oh god, all right, <laughs> like um, Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Tyre Hill is like Tyre. a really good flag football player. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just get it to him in space. Yeah. He's gone. Like he's gonna DQ the whole thing. I'm. In t- I'm. I hate the Olympics, but I'm interested. I'm. Gonna, I'm interested because it's new. It's fresh. What I, else? Cricket. Cricket. I am yeah. I've never totally softball. understood.
1: Although John Boy's videos where he kind of explains it have gotten me a little bit more into like the. It is so cool. The mechanics of like deflecting the ball like backwards away can, from the player. You know the scoring. I still cannot. You know you can hit. for like a day. Yeah, I
4: cannot. You can stand it, up there and hit for a whole day.
1: Like I'll go to ESPN.com. On it, they'll have cricket scores at the top of the screen, and it is like hieroglyphics. I mean, it really is. It's like overs 272 plus 1735 over end push and I'm going what does that mean
4: can't you just have one team has one score the other team has a score and that's the score so years and years ago for christmas uh, we went to australia as a family my dad had about a billion miles he needed to burn he's like pick anywhere we can go there <laughs> so we went there and we get to the hotel and my brother and I we have our baseball gloves with us and we go out to throw the baseball cuz kill some time playing in a beautiful right on by the beach yeah and there were these kids playing cricket these, these Aussies playing cricket and we walked up to them and they're like yeah you want to have a go and so I grab the bat first and they bounce it I think I maybe fouled one off my brother who was an elite baseball player steps up first pitch bam wham! they're like oh my god mate he crushed it and I'm like it looks so fun we are playing with a tennis ball. Yeah. It looks like a blast. The mechanics. Yeah, the mechanics. The flat paddle, the yeah. whole bit. looks amazing. So here
1: are yesterday's scores. Uh, Australia played Sri Lanka. Okay. Final score, Australia 215-5, 35.2-15 over T.210 to 209 for Sri Lanka. Australia won by five wickets with 88 balls remaining. That's the most complicated score so of anything I have man. ever seen. But then the other one, which is probably a different scoring method, because it says stumps. <laughs> Victoria is playing Queensland. Actually, maybe it's all going on right now. So Queensland is five hundred one slash nine D, and Victoria is two hundred fifty three ampersand one hundred four slash seven forty two ov in parentheses. Come on, That's, it's just that, there's no
3: way to make sense of that.
4: That's in, that's incredible. <laughs> I had no idea.
3: Yeah, I was reading about uh, the cricket part of the story here, and cricket's been out of the Olympics since 1900. Wow. And they made the announcement uh, the IOC, the International Olympic Committee, is actually meeting in India because that's where they're having the Cricket World Cup right now. So it all worked out uh, pretty well for them.
1: I'll watch it. I'll watch that. I would watch that for yeah. sure. It's- I need someone like John Boy, though, like explaining <laughs> it. Carefully as All right. they go. We'll
3: have to find a cricket insider between yeah. now and the twenty twenty eight. Maybe Don Tricker can help. <laughs> <laughs> New Zealand bit cricket? Oh, New yeah. Zealand? Yeah. Okay. It's trick-in, 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 trick-in. All right. And finally, uh this is very bizarre, but I saw over the weekend that Netflix announced that they're going to be opening actual like brick and mortar stores. Hmm. Which Netflix. is bizarre because, well, they put Blockbuster out of business. What are they going to sell? And now they're T-shirts? going to be doing what Blockbuster did. Selling um,
4: DVDs?
3: Renting DVDs? So there's not a lot of details out right they now. They stopped
1: mailing out DVDs just like in the last few months. Like the last DVD really? the red yes. sleeves yeah, finally, months ago. I mean,
4: finally were halted. There was a time. A year, I mean, I, Hannah and I have been together almost 10 years. And there was a time that she was like... DVDs? What are you, 100 years old? I was like, what? <laughs> These are badass. Like,
2: She's I like, why do you still DVD have collection. your
4: DVDs? I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, it's such a dead technology. Like, no, it's not. I looked at her, I was like, you will never catch me alive on this planet without a DVD player. <laughs> I haven't had a
3: DVD player in eight years, and I don't think <laughs> I've missed it one time. Right. So uh, <laughs> they're going to offer retail, dining, And live entertainment related to Netflix shows and series. Dining restaurant, Ah.
1: retail also though. T shirts,
3: -shirts. all we
1: know. It's It's called dining. It's
3: going to be called Netflix House, and they're going to open two stores to start off in 2025. They have not announced the cities yet. Vegas, and then from there they hope to expand. (laughs) Yeah, L.A., Vegas. Ooh, let's go to the Netflix. (laughs) (laughs) Netflix House. Hey, how are you? But, yeah, I just thought that was very bizarre. I'm like, well, it sounds like Blockbuster. sounds a lot like Blockbuster. But if they're not renting DVDs. Yeah, but
1: the only food you could get at Blockbuster were those candies. And microwave and can popcorn. Microwave and,
4: you know. All right. Netflix. Junior Mints. You could get Junior Mints there. Netflix brick and mortar oh. coming to uh, a town near you.
3: There you
4: go. All right. Thank you, Paul. Did
1: I pay enough? close attention on the rindle it, report you did great one you know. of your best actually. thank you very much yeah, i appreciate your it. best all right shout out to her family when we come back uh we also i think we have some more audio as well so hang on uh, it's more ben and woods ahead after a check of traffic here on san diego's number one sports station 97.3 the fan
2: Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are hers and hers and and his. Three's company two
4: and dance on our floor.
2: Dance
4: on our floor. Take a step that is new. Very bummed to new. see this news yesterday. The great Suzanne Summers passed away at the age of 76. Long battle with uh, breast cancer. And uh, it, it'd come back. She'd beat it, and it would come back, and beat it, and come back. And uh, she did b- die peacefully at home yesterday, 76 years old. So sad to see the news. It was one of was one of my favorite shows, probably... Probably the show that made me want to live in California as a youngster growing up in Texas. I would see uh, the beach, and I would see the the girls, and I thought to myself, that looks like a fun place to live, California, and uh, it certainly has been, low these last 14 years almost, been. and I was very sad. I loved Chrissy, Chrissy Snow. It was my favorite show when I was a little kid, by far. Jack Tripper was my hero. I wanted to be a chef because he was a chef.
1: Jack, Janet, played by Joyce DeWitt, and Chrissy. Christmas, Chrissy Snow. Yeah, she was uh, incredible in that role. And then she left the show after like five seasons, and then uh, there was just Cindy, her sister, was there. And then there was Terry in the last couple of seasons I loved them all.
4: (laughs) I loved them all, but Chrissy was really the the one that was... Was amazing. Suzanne Somers was, was incredible, incredible in that role, and and many other things uh, since then. But yeah, as we do on this show, like to honor honor people um, by shouting out to uh, their families. Shout out to his family, or her family, or her but, family, yeah, or her family. His or her family. What was your experience with Three's Company as a kid? I just always
1: enjoyed it. It was great. I mean, John Ritter was oh. fantastic, oh, physical,
4: gifted comedian. Um Skin Deep is one of the most underrated movies in the history of the world. If you ever get the chance to watch Skin Deep, uh he plays an alcoholic uh Lothario and he it's just he's so brilliant in it and the physical comedy in there is just second to none. Skin Deep, it's been on Amazon Prime for a while, but it's so good. Such a sneaky underrated movie. But Back to Chrissy. Were you a Chrissy guy or a Janet guy? I feel like you were a Janet no, guy. No, I was more of a Chrissy guy. Were you? Okay, I, mean, I was definitely...
1: Janet was... She was there to be the foil for everybody. And balance it yeah, out. Balance it out. Yeah. Now, of course, they got to hang out at the Regal Beagle. Yes, the Regal Beagle. Which, of course, was the inspiration for the Regal Beagle and Regal Seagull in Lucadia, where we hang out now. So that yes. was, was kind of cool. But, of course, the whole premise of the show is that they were... They were roommates, but Jack had to pretend that he was to gay. be gay yes. because it just wasn't okay to live to with have roommates who were female, which when is you were insane, male. right? I mean, like, this is not that long ago. This was what the late seventies, early eighties, yeah. where that was like taboo, like a men and women living together in the same isn't that nuts apartment? Even though they weren't. They weren't dating or no. anything was going on. They were simply sharing a living space and that was so outrageous <laughs> that he had to pretend he was that gay. Jack
4: had to pretend he was gay, which was so above. Like that was such a risky play that that too. You know, more risky in my opinion than a guy living with two women. But they did it and they pulled it off and it was one of the best shows ever. And I would watch Jack Tripper be on dates with two women at the same time and think to myself, that son of a bitch! How does he do it? And I just would—I just thought it was the funniest thing I've ever seen. And uh, so, yeah, she she passed away. Very bummed to see that yesterday. Then there was the uh,
1: the sequel, the spinoff. Three's a crowd.
4: Three's a crowd. Not as good. No. Did they ever do the Ropers?
1: Yeah, there was the, they Ropers. Did the Ropers. Yeah, they had their spinoff too. Uh, the Norman Fell, Jeez. Stanley, and Helen Roper. So good. And then they brought in Don Knotts. He was a new landlord. They just Mr. crushed
4: Mr. Furley. it, Mr. Furley. They crushed it. Everybody they brought in turned to gold. Uh, so rest in peace, sweet, sweet angel. Suzanne Summers. Uh, you can join
1: three time Super Bowl champion Mark Schlereth on the Stinkin' Truth podcast. Oh, I get it. His nickname is Stink. Stink. So his podcast is called The Stinkin' Truth. What a good nickname or a
4: bad nickname? That's a bad nickname. I'm probably Mike bad. <laughs> It's like the doo doo. Like your name, nickname's Doo Doo. You know? You're like, all right. How'd you get that nickname? Well, I you crapped know, my I pants in that. fourth grade, and they've called me Doodoo ever since. So, <laughs> yeah,
3: look, guys, here comes Fart Higgins. Yeah, yeah,
4: here <laughs> he comes. Never, never
1: good. <laughs> Stinkin' Truth, an unfiltered look at the NFL. Follow Stinking Truth in the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, let's see. A little update from Jeff Passen here on the Kim Ng story. Uh, Miami Marlins wanted to hire a president of baseball operations over general manager Kim Ng, leading to her departure from the organization. When Rach Ng declined comment, but sources said she would have been the number two after constructing a playoff team. So there you go. It is official. From so Jeff it would passing. be like
4: the reverse if she came here; she would still be then the number two under Which AJ. Maybe Preller. she wouldn't be interested right. in maybe the not. job
1: here because she's looking for one where she gets the final. Decision making. Say
4: so. She's out. That would mean New York's probably off the table because they got David Stearns. That's true too. So could that be like Boston a lateral. Is Boston the,
1: is the top choice now. I, it's possible by process of elimination. Then again, it's also possible that a better situation on a RD different arose. team might be, or, or or maybe you could work under a president of baseball operations if it was the right person in the right job.
4: Yeah, and maybe somebody that you're more aligned with and maybe somebody with an owner that's more aligned. I think Steve Cohen is probably a pretty good owner to work for in that I mean he he just did a press conference last week, came out and he goes, "I have to fix the Mets. I have to. That's what I'm committed to doing." That's what you want to hear from it, your It's owner.
1: also different when you're hired and you go in and you know you know you know where you stand and like okay i i'll you know, take the job here's here's what's expected it's different when they hire someone above, above you. you all of a sudden and that that to me is definitely more of a red flag in that situation than necessarily maybe taking a job where there's someone because ultimately in almost every job you've got someone you're sure. reporting to Even if you're the top of baseball operations, you're reporting to an owner. To the owner. You're reporting to someone in the game. The owner
4: has equity groups. The owner has all all kinds of people he has to report to as well.
1: So, you know, you can take a job where you feel like if I'm working for a president of baseball operations, but they're really, you know, they're letting me do my thing for the most part and just kind of doing some advising and, you know, giving some direction, that's one thing. But just to have someone hired above you without having any idea who it's going to be, what the situation is going to be like, and you've got to make a decision, all right, I've got this option. I either take it or I don't take it. I can certainly see why she would be hesitant to commit herself to the Marlins, not even knowing who that person is going to be Right. when you say, okay, I'm here for the next year at least, and I don't know who I'm going to be working for. Tough to, tough to make that choice.
4: Yeah, agreed. Agreed so,
1: 100%. Interesting story. Um but uh, yeah, she's now out there, and there are teams that are looking for general manager at this moment, and uh, she's going to be a hot candidate considering what she did with the Marlins. We got, I mean, from Skip, nothing but good things. Yeah, very, to very say positive. kimming and, and working with her uh, over this past past year yep. as the manager. Yeah, so. I can't blame her a bit, man. All right, we got one segment left here on Ben and Woods. Rip the phones, baby.
4: Yeah, let's open the phone lines. 833-288-0973. My man Lenny in the chat has been wearing me out and wants to hear about one topic and one topic only. He asks me every day, when are you guys going to start talking about Shohei Otani to the Padres? And I said, what? Well, why would why would we talk about Shohei Otani to Did the some, Padres? Something happened over the weekend? I haven't heard those? a thing. I haven't heard a thing. And they're
1: still on the the list of teams. I mean, when you see the odds makers say what
4: Shohei's next team, they usually check they're on like the list, fifth or sixth okay. on the list.
1: I mean, they're not off the list of Shohei's next team.
4: Would you rather have uh, Juan Soto or Shohei Otani? Juan Soto Juan, Juan Soto?
1: But we'll talk about. It. We'll come back. Last segment. Ben Woods next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The fan. You've never guess in a million years. In a billion guesses. <laughs> what we were talking about
3: during the break. <laughs> I mean, go like, ahead and start. Like if somebody could call in right now. And <laughs> I'll give you $1,000. $1,000. <laughs> I'll give you a thousand out of my own pocket. <laughs> we will each Venmo you $1,000. Yeah. What thousand are months.
1: we
4: talking about in the break? <laughs> I'll be honest with you, too. If we if you nail it, I'll give you the $1000. Right, call it right now,
1: 833-288-0973. You get one chance. Yep. One chance only. <laughs> to guess what we were talking about in the break. It's nothing sexual, I'll tell you that. Yeah. All right. Do we have a caller on the line? Let's uh Steve's uh, on the line. All right, Steve. Steve you, what were we talking one about? one guess right now. I don't think win, this is why you called win in, the but jackpot. this is why what. What we were we talking about during the
3: break? All right, gents, good morning. Good morning. How about a um, random Mr. Roper doing the Tinkerbell bit? That, that would have made some sense. That would we have were made just some talking sense. About I, I will company. say, I got scared. I was like, good, what if he gets it? Good guess, no. Darn it. <laughs>
4: it's a good guess, though. Yeah. But yeah, Norman fell doing looking at the camera, right, the correc- The bit. correct answer is we were talking about the
1: Spice Girls. I have no idea why. Trying to remember what all their names were. And it 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 was born from... Me thinking that Ice Spice, who was the musical guest on Saturday Night Live, must have been one of the Spice Girls yeah, that and broke off Paul, on her own. Yeah, Paul then pointed out, "Isn't it weird that she's like in her twenties? She's not 50. And all yeah, the Spice, so Spice if Girls you've seen be a picture of her. And, you should do the math. I, I saw her hurt? standing there with Pete Davidson, and I I never thought that Ice Spice must be one of the Spice Girls. He did. He thought she that. could be one of their children.
3: Actually, <laughs> yes. at this
1: point, and then we were trying to remember hey, so who so all, the Spice Spice all the Spice Girls were. were there? And uh, I was totally wrong. Dopey, on almost sneezy, all of them. bashful. Cardamom, and. No, there was. There uh, was
3: a scary Spice. Scary Spice. Yep. Uh, sporty Spice. Okay. Baby Spice. Yep. Ginger Spice. Ginger is actually the only spice, and and of spice of the Spice That's Girls. true.
1: Ginger is an actual spice true. you can put in things. <laughs> posh, the other ones posh, don't make
4: any sense. Posh married David Beckham.
3: Okay. Yep. Victoria Beckham. Have
4: you guys watched. Oh, she's Victoria Beckham. Yes. Yeah. Have you watched the Beckham documentary? I've seen, I've seen the clips. Yeah. When, did you see the clip when where he embarrasses yes. her? Yes, when she says, I grew up in a working class. It's my favorite bit. <laughs> I grew up working class. And <laughs> she he jumps said, in yeah, she goes, oh, well, I grew up in the working class. And he sticks his head in for yeah. the other. He goes, what did you say? <laughs> he like opens the What did you say? And she's like, what? You grew up in the what? Be honest. Be honest. What did your father drive to well, work? About, See, about a lot that, of though, different cars. she tries to
3: explain. She's yeah. like, "No, you don't." No, like, no, 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 no. Just
4: tell me the car. What did she? What did he drive you to school in? <laughs> well, for a time, he had a Rolls Royce. He's like, "You're not <laughs> working class." Then I almost died. I was like, Hannah would have slit my throat if we were doing a documentary and i would called her out like that. She would have come in the next room and slit my throat <laughs> and watched me bleed out. So he won't be joining us for the rest of this documentary. It was <laughs> unbelievable. I don't yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I guess I know how we got on that topic, but uh, who was your favorite? I like I like posh and ginger myself. I like ginger, I think. Yeah, posh Spice. Yeah. yeah. Victoria and Jerry Hall Hollowell. Yeah. Yeah. Well, oh, they were huge for a minute. Huge. What was their big hit? Tell you what I want to what no, do. Really, really, want, want, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, we want. Yeah, yeah. Music, uh, yeah. It's good to if you want to be if you mine, wanna...
1: that was a jam. Okay, what let's are we doing check here? traffic. And then speaking of Saturday Night Live, we got some audio. Yeah, you're Posh Spice of the show.
4: That's I who you I? are. You went to the races <laughs> in a Rolls Royce. Perfect. Yes. Yes. You're Posh Spice. Who am I? Baby Spice. No, I'm old. <laughs> well, now she is too. Who would I be? Scary Spice. Scary Spice? Yeah, spice. Yeah, probably. What's well, Polly? Polly's Baby Spice yeah 100 all, right. yeah. all
1: right let's check traffic come back uh, a little more college football and dion dion's appearance on saturday night live as well coming up next here on 97.3 the fan speaking of jackpot giveaways woods i have one dollar for you if you can tell me who is now alone in first place in the pac 12 in football washington incorrect i get to keep my dollar No, USC Trojans are four and zero in the Pac twelve and still alone in first place, ahead of the Washington Huskies who are three and zero. This weekend, Uh, I was in Vegas. They got their clocks cleaned, and when when they play Washington, I expect the same thing to happen because the Huskies. Looked pretty good against the Oregon Ducks. Now, they on were Saturday. undefeated, right? They are still undefeated. No, 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 no. USC. Oh, the Trojans were undefeated. But
4: they're not now. No. How, they who lost. beat them?
1: The Notre Dame fighting Irish. No
4: kidding, because I was the told. Two loss fighting Irish. Uh, oh, yeah, two losses to ranked
1: teams. Right. Yeah, one Ohio State, the other one Louisville. And USC now has one loss to a ranked
4: team. Mm-hmm. Who else have they played? No one. No one. No one. Lich, they're, yeah. gonna, they're, they're gonna lose three. They still games. have Washington coming up. They Lost. got Oregon coming up. I, I would tend to agree. But. If I picked ten people from Twitter randomly, could we score on USC? I think the answer is yes. Well, given one practice, and
1: you knew the defense was going to be shaky. Terrible. It's how bad Caleb Williams played. By far, his worst game. In a Trojans uniform, what did
4: he paint his nails that day? Turn
1: mm-hmm. over, maybe that would make sense because oh, through three so interceptions, fired off. Uh, Huskies look good though. That was a really good game against Oregon. I missed that game. Yeah, the my best atmos- friend was at
2: that. The game. Atmosphere the atmosphere at Husky, was at Husky Stadium he looked looked said
1: it was the best sporting event crazy. he's ever uh, been to. Really crazy, and it came right so down to the end. What did Dan Lanning do? I saw a lot of people going. He went what for, is he, he doing? went for fourth and short like for three times yeah. and failed every single time. In what ended up being um you know like a field goal game at the end, so oh.
4: sometimes you just kick the field goal, sometimes you just punt and and now somebody made the great tweet they go i don 't want to play Blackjack with Dan Lanning because he 's the guy that screws up your entire table <laughs> when he 's sitting at third base, hitting on seventeens <laughs> and whatnot I mean, I
1: generally like the idea of going for it when you all you need is a first down to win a game as opposed to punting and giving it back to the team." But we saw it on Sunday night football last night as well. You know, the uh uh who well you they threw on third down when they could have kept the clock going, forced a timeout when Buffalo played the Giants. But you see that. You're at midfield, you got fourth and like five. Is it smarter to punt and pin a team back like at the twenty and make them go all the way down the field in a minute? Or is it smarter to try to get five yards on one play, risk giving them better field position. I always feel like you punt and then two plays later they're right back where you had you could have had them, and you didn't even take your chance at winning the game. So I understand that strategy. I feel like it's the better way to go is to be aggressive on fourth down and try to end the game with the ball in your hand, as opposed to making plays on defense over and over it's again. It's tough, man, and the way they didn't call, work out
4: for Oregon, the way they call games now too, like you said, they could be right back where you were in two plays. I mean, and 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 as hard as it is to play defense in college and in the pros right now. Teams can pick up big chunks of yardage, teams that have good quarterbacks like Washington does. I understand especially all,
3: if you're in a prevent, even trying to prevent the big play. I understand it. You leave twenty yards yeah. real easy. I mean it's
4: it's they can get back down there pretty quick. So I, I do understand that. Um, I thought
3: that was by far the game of the of the weekend. Yeah, I yeah. heard it was. Michael I heard Penix, Penix it was Jr. Great. is a really fun quarterback to watch for Washington. Great name.
1: Too. Had to be the f- I had to, had to be the first quarterback matchup in which both QBs had a last name that ended in X Pete Penix. with Nicks and Penix yeah. going against each other in that game. Now on the other end of the Pac-12 standings, Colorado Buffaloes are now only a half a game out of last place at one and three. Far cry from where they started the season with the hype of the country, and of course, uh, they blew a twenty-nine nothing <laughs> halftime lead That's on special. Friday night against Stanford. That is, that I, is really I still special. don't know how it happened. As I was thinking, the game was over at twenty-nine nothing, as was everybody else. Because Stanford, uh, they're they're not very good either this year, uh, winless at home. That was their first conference win. Looked like they were going to get absolutely destroyed, and then all of a sudden, I mean, Dion looked like the real Dion looked shook. He was very forthright in his post game press conference, but he was like shook like that. I don't know How'd how that, that could happen? happen to our team. We apparently just thought we had the game won, and we just didn't fin. We just did not play out the rest of the game, and he he looked a little like on shaky knees after that one. That's which I mean, is very unusual, obviously for Dion Sanders, but he was as usual forthright. And honest and you know, things I admire about Deion Sanders. Very he didn't much, yeah. he didn't make excuses or lash out at the media or anything. He simply uh seemed like he was like weak in the knees like to see that happen to his team
4: it's, on Friday night. You know, listen, again, this is his first year with a big time program. And I think you know, I saw Marcus Freeman and has made a ton of mistakes at Notre Dame. I think Deion Sanders has made mistakes give him a few years right everybody deserves a couple of years to do some recruiting we know he can recruit you know he can recruit and you know he's going to be even better at recruiting what he's already given back to that university ben is is worth tenfold than what they're paying him i mean it, there's the numbers there to back it up the jerseys the home everything i mean it is it is reignited colorado buffalo football
3: like they've definitely come back to earth oh, yeah. from you know a month ago sure but if you're a Buffaloes fan, even just a fan of the game, there's still a lot of good that has happened.
4: Oh, a ton. If you're the president of that university, you're like, this is the best money I've ever spent because I'm yes. making it back tenfold. Like,
3: they'll win two more games. They'll be bowl eligible. Oh, yeah. They'll go to a bowl game. Sure. Hell, they'll probably come
4: here. I'll tell you what. There weren't
1: any other college football coaches in America who were getting parodied on Saturday Night Live. That's <laughs> true. On Saturday. But uh, Dion Sanders did make a quote-unquote guest appearance. Uh, on the weekend update, that's
3: fantastic. Yeah.
1: Well, millions of people are watching your games. You've obviously turned the program around, but it's not perfect. I mean, just last night you lost to Stanford
4: in double overtime. Wasn't that crazy? <laughs> man, we were up twenty nine and nothing at the half. Yeah. So I went home and fell asleep. <laughs> I woke up this morning shocked as anyone. <laughs> but come on, man, nobody's perfect. Name one team that's undefeated. Okay, well, well there's Georgia, right? Michigan. Mm-hmm. Ohio
1: State That's another one Florida State Forgot about them Oklahoma Sure Penn State
4: Indeed Washington Good team North Carolina Tar Heels Air Force And see That's exactly my point I, What is your point? Colin Look at me man Colin we unstoppable man We've only lost three games I can't even think of a team That's lost fewer than that Well it's Texas Okay
1: Alabama <laughs> Great program Old Miss Them too You know Utah Yeah Duke. Really? (laughs) Tennessee. Balls. Yep, USC. Yeah, they beat us too. Yep. Missouri. One more. BYU. Two more. Tulane. Three more. Uh, Iowa. Four more. Miami
4: of Ohio. All right, you can stop now. (laughs) It's funny, man. Really, really funny. Oh, my
1: God. It's basically the uh, the LeVar Ball same character. (laughs) No, never lost. Never never lost. lost. Never
4: (laughs) lost. (laughs) Jimmy in the chat says, Dion's starting to realize that walking around yelling it's personal doesn't make you a good coach. I mean, I, again, I think give him a couple, get, let him, you know what he needs to do, obviously, and he knows this. He needs to recruit an offensive line and a defensive line. And if he gets those with some of the skill position players they have, they're going to be just fine. I mean, they're going to be, they may not, oh, they may not run the they table. Will, they the may
3: way. not run the table, but. Very few teams too. We do. have we have not seen the results as far as recruiting goes for what yeah. Dion has done over the last few months.
4: It's gonna be it's gonna be, you know, a year or two, a couple of years away, but I mean it's it's hard to It doesn't look good. It doesn't look good on your, your resume when you got one in the bag twenty nine twenty nine nothing is as in the bag as you're gonna get in college football. Run the freaking football, dude. Run it, just run it. This is like the Super Bowl all over again. Twenty-eight-three. Run the bowl. So they have to win
1: two more games to be ke- become bowl eligible. Yeah. Who do they got? All right. So they got at number twenty-five UCLA next week. Okay. Really good defensive team. Versus number twelve Oregon State. Ooh, that's tough. They got home against Arizona. That one's they definitely win that, that one. one's winnable. At Washington State. A tough. One. Tough place to play. And then at number fourteen Utah. Maybe they don't. They're going to be underdogs in all Four except of their for the last, last Arizona. five games. Yeah. So they
4: could if they they could not even make a bowl game at the end of wow. the season. I mean and again though you're talking about a team that won how many games last year? One. One. One game. So if he wins five, six games, you you know, you've you've sextupled the win total from last year. I, the thing I've been impressed by him is it's cuz it is more. And I know it's easy to say, "Oh, he just walks around and screams it's personal." Did you guys see the speech he gave to his kids last week about what What they do after? What are you going to do after college? Like, what's your plan? Do you have a plan? Bro, I watched this. I had tears in my eyes. I I legitimately did. And I thought to myself, is he brash? Sure. Is he arrogant? Yeah, absolutely. Does he care? Yes. The answer is unequivocally yes. And he is teaching these kids, Ben, about how to become men and how to plan for their future. This isn't it. A lot of you guys aren't going to the next level. You're not. What is your plan? And I thought, man, that's, that's an educator and a coach right there. Yeah, man, they're flashy as hell. I love it. I think it's great. I think it's so fun for college football. He's certainly no shortage of, of you know, conversation to, to have about him. But, you know, if you're just judging a guy off wins and losses, okay, that's fine. I mean, that's, that's why they're in that game. But he's going to need a couple of years to build uh, a solid foundation.
1: Last couple of minutes uh, before we we wrap it up, I want to talk about some impressive women um, over the weekend. First of all, uh, we mentioned it earlier: San Diego Wave, who won and clinched the NWSL Shield. Tough to do. Second season from an expansion team, they make the playoffs their first year. Now they're the number one team in the league and going into the playoffs. Alex Morgan scored another goal. They've got Jaden Shaw, their teen sensation. But what really impresses me is how they have captured San Diego. They had over 30,000 at Snapdragon Stadium for their game. I mean, that's – yesterday, that's impressive to see them fill that place up where San Diego State football has has had trouble doing it. The Wave have really – Yeah. I mean, they're – they're essentially by average attendance. They're second to the Padres right now Do in this town. Do they have
3: canopies during wave games? No, I don't no think canopies. So. Nope. But what? I mean,
1: when you, when you think about it, I mean, the Padres averaged about thirty-eight thousand, and I think the Wave are averaging over twenty thousand. I get San Diego State basketball is popular It's sold out, but they're playing inside in you know twelve thousand seat Viejas Arena, so they can't possibly match what the Wave are doing right now. So really, really impressive there. And then I was captivated on Friday. By Lexi Thompson at the Shriners Children's Open in golf.
4: Yes. Yes. So, so what was the, the, the impetus be- behind saying, okay, you can play in this? Was this it it, uh, to, to get attention? She was a sponsor's
1: invite and they thought, hey, this will probably bring some eyeballs to our tournament. You know, uh, I don't think a lot of people thought. She really could compete. Now she's one of the longest hitters on the LPGA tour, but they just figured playing from the back tees with the guys, she's probably going to finish dead last or you know near the bottom of the pack. And after the first round, uh, she, she was, was one like, over. She was, I think, two over. Two uh, over. But then she came back and she played so well on the second day. She was four under at some at one point in the second round, and she was on the right side of the cut line for a while. Last nine holes, uh, she made a couple of bogeys on really long par threes. Those seemed to be kind of the bugaboo, like a 225-yard par three, and she made a couple of bogeys there. She had a birdie putt at the end that would have put her on the right side of the call. It moved later. She ended up missing it by a couple of shots. But she beat, like, 20 or 30 guys yeah, in the tournament and really showed off well in that and showed that women's golf at the top levels is not, is not as far behind the men's game as some people
4: think it is. It's very laugh. impressive. I do laugh when, and I know guys that are, you know, twos and threes, and they think that they could hang. With LPGA pros, and I'm like, you're an idiot. There's just n- there's no way, an L the worst LPGA professional golfer would absolutely destroy a two handicap. Correct, destroy. Correct, and it wouldn't be particularly no. close. She would bury you. No, and probably outdrive you on a yeah. lot of the holes. Too. Yeah, and be a hell of a lot more accurate than yeah. you as well. It's uh that's amazing for her, man. She was bombing it too. She, was, I saw a couple of, of shots. She was bombing yeah. the ball.
1: Uh, so she ended up shooting uh, 269, just the second woman ever to break 70 in a PGA Tour round. And remember, she's playing the same back championship, you know, black tees or whatever they're playing as the guy. She wasn't getting any forward tee treatments. So that was a very impressive, eye opening performance this weekend by Lexi Thompson. Hard to do when everyone's saying. You're probably going to fail at this, yeah. and you're just there just to, you know, get some eyeballs for the tournament. So I thought that was, uh, I thought it was pretty cool on oh, a Friday.
4: Ben and Woods, all about the ladies today. We salute you very much. Yeah,
1: and then Tom Kim won the tournament for the second straight year. He's actually the youngest guy since Tiger Woods. He's 21 to have won three times on the pga tour at that age so always got to keep an eye on going forward
4: i didn't even know there was a tournament there this weekend
1: yeah. And, yeah well you were there yeah I you there. missed it yeah you missed the whole tournament in vegas i did
4: not go to the sports book at all i, nope, I did not- enough of that at home i wanted to play at a table did not go well but it was a winning trip no the concert the concert i mean that
1: was a win yeah,
4: it was a huge win. Monetarily, Monetarily it, was it was a, a huge it was a loss. It's a massive, <laughs> with the concert, the tickets, yeah. massive loss. The hotel, Hugely dinners in out, the, the shopping red, at the shoe store. The red is bad, right? Yeah, if You're, you're in, the, in red. the red, yeah. I'm so far in the red from this trip, but I couldn't be happier. It was so much fun.
1: All right, think of it as bleeding. You're in the red, you're going the wrong direction. All right, this hour on the fan was brought to you by the Caltrans Stormwater program. Visit cleanwaterca.com. Let's change this to that by picking up after our pets, reducing pesticide use, and regularly servicing our vehicles. Learn how at cleanwaterca.com. That's cleanwaterca.com from Caltrans Stormwater. Coach is coming up next for Paul Rhinel for Stephen Woods, who's already gone. I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great rest of your Monday from all of us here at ninety-seven three the fan. So long.